0: Welcome to the Kai Tours Travel Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Kai, and I'm hoping you're doing well. It has been a while. I just realized that the last podcast was uploaded a year ago. What a busy year. I will have another podcast just to summarize that year. We have been really busy, a lot of changes. We went through the pandemic, we are still in there, but here we are and I'm hoping you are doing well. If you like what we're doing, why don't you share this podcast with someone you like, love or think will find it useful. Hit the like button if you would like to support us. Thank you very much and enjoy. Hello everyone, this is Kai speaking. Welcome to the Travel Tips podcast of Kai Tours. I'm here with Laurie Gold, travel agent in Playa de Carmen, but offering a lot of uh, useful information on her Facebook group. Hey Lori, how are you doing?
1: Great, thank you so much for having me.
0: Thank you for uh, taking the time. Would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Sure, so I have been a travel advisor for almost 15 years. And, um, I've been living in the Riviera Maya for almost six years and just this year, I've actually started selling just Mexico and the Caribbean. So this is truly, uh, my specialty in the area where I shine.
0: You're focused on the main Riviera or the entire Mexican country.
1: I mean, I will book the whole country, but really the Riviera Maya is, is where it's at <laughs> since, you,
0: since you're living here, you fell in love and now you are the specialist on, on this area.
1: Exactly. Yep.
0: Okay, what do you love the most about it?
1: I don't even know where to begin. I mean, (laughs) I think that it has the best resorts in the Caribbean, the most resorts. There's over 150 um, all-inclusive and major resorts here, never mind all the smaller resorts. Yeah. So there's just tons. Um, There's the most to see and do anywhere in the Caribbean as well the people, the food, the culture. I mean, there's something for everybody. Like even if you don't like the beach or, you know, you you do like the beach, there's uh, there's so many things to see and do. It's just it's insane and I'm trying to work my way down my list to see and do everything.
0: <laughs> you have a list, a bucket list of things to do and see?
1: Yes, I do and it's a huge list and even after 6 years like I've barely even scratched the surface. I
0: I couldn't agree more about uh, those things to do and to see. I'm living here now almost 10 years and uh, I I feel like I also just scratched the surface. Although being a a tour guide, I've seen quite a lot, but that's also the reason why I fell in love with this area. Uh, Now you're living here, you say you're specialized in, in, in this area because of your expertise and and the experiences you had here. Um, We are right now recording this podcast in September 2021. Uh, It is still um, a COVID area. I just wanted to quickly cover that. Uh, You just traveled into the country from Canada And um, I'm I'm very sure that a lot of listeners are interested in to know what are the requirements, uh, how is the experience at the airport? Uh, Could you quickly share uh, that experience with the listeners?
1: Sure. So Mexico is probably one of the only countries in the world that has no entry requirements. <laughs> so um, anyone is, is pretty much welcome, at least from U.S. and Canada. That's really what I'm referring to. The other countries might have you know something a little bit different. But if you're from the U.S. or Canada, there are no...
0: To, to enter Mexico, or to, everybody is yeah, welcome. Yeah, everyone's
1: welcome. There's no entry requirements at all. You don't need a negative COVID test. You don't need proof of vaccination. You you don't need anything. Everybody's
0: um, welcome. Come over welcome. here. <laughs> I
1: always recommend getting a COVID test before coming because that way you can ensure that you aren't spreading COVID and that you won't get stuck here if you do um, have to if you do get a positive test on your return because to exit Mexico. It's not Mexico's requirement to get back into your home country, whether that's Canada or the U.S. or probably a lot of other countries. You do need a negative test. So if you test ahead of time, you can just have a little bit of reassurance that you probably won't get stuck in Mexico because while it sounds awesome to get stuck here, it's not so great (laughs) to get stuck in your room for two weeks (laughs) uh, where you can't leave. So... Definitely um, recommend a test but it's not a requirement and that's really it so you know just there's actually nothing really to fill out ahead of time you just need to do the typical um, tourist uh, or immigration visa or tourist card which they give you on the plane for the most part you can do it in advance if you want and print it off but most airlines still provide them on the planes uh, and that's it you just Come and Upon arrival
0: at the airport, there are any any changes uh, to, compared to pre-COVID? Anything you experienced as, okay, this is different? No. No? Okay. <laughs> wow. No, because um, I wrote a couple of blogs about when everything started and uh, I read, I, I haven't been traveling though, but I read that there are some uh, temperature sensors there and the, the, the regular stuff, but probably not that invasive. I, not that invasive that you uh, even not recognize them or they're just not there anymore.
1: <laughs> that's a good question. I don't remember seeing anything like that. Um, oh, uh, yeah. Maybe there, maybe there was, but it definitely wasn't invasive or yeah. anything like that. Um, maybe just in passing sort of. Um, but it was pretty similar to how it's always been. Just, of course, everyone in masks. And, and that's that's it. I was
0: about to ask in order to wrap the COVID uh, <laughs> topic off. Um, um, how do you see uh, people uh, dealing with covid especially in the in the hospitality industry and in the in the hotels you are an expert uh, how do you do you feel comfortable is it safe uh, what is your perception
1: there so i think that for the most part like everyone's doing a great job but tourists do not really have many requirements especially at resorts so all staff are always wearing masks 100 percent of the time um, at resorts and, and pretty much anywhere else in the destination i would say at excursions um, on tours at restaurants you know all the staff in general wear masks um, but tourists really don't have to uh, most resorts do not require that So most people don't, you know, and if someone's a little bit more hesitant, then of course they, they are welcome to, and they can, and and no one's going to look at them differently or anything like that. Um, but you know, there, there's little things like buffets are no longer self-serve for the most part. Um, they're behind plexiglass and, and they serve you and things like that. So they do take little steps to make sure everyone feels comfortable. Um, I would say that, around 80% or more of the eligible population has been vaccinated. And a lot of that has been in the tourist industry. So if that's something people are concerned about, it is pretty high rate in this part of Mexico. I can't speak about any other part of Mexico. That's
0: the same thing I heard that they really uh, put focus on this area of Mexico and as well, uh, of the people working in the -hmm. the tourism industry.
1: Yeah, they've done about 1.6 million doses, which is pretty good. Um, I think there's the population in this state is 3 million. So that's, that's excellent. Um, if people are concerned about that, but really it's, it's all about individual people's comfort level. Yeah. Um, the good thing about this destination is that versus, you know, your home country, maybe like, especially in the winter is that everything is outside. Yeah. So you're not spending a lot of time indoors in closed spaces yeah. with people that you either know or don't know, you know, like a lot of restaurants are outside and you're spending most of your time at the beach or the pool or excursions or tours and like everything's outside. So that's a huge reason to come i think you don't need to worry about being in enclosed spaces
0: i absolutely agree just um, two weeks ago we spent the weekend on the resort and i was also impressed uh how strict they are with the with the regulations and the staff wearing at any time uh the the masks and even uh, glasses i mean for self-protection but as well in order not to spread anything if there is something to spread and um i felt very comfortable, and I, I, I try to put myself in the shoes of a tourist who comes to a country he doesn't know, uh, unfamiliar situations. But they are really, really cautious and really aware about that, and, and trying to make you feel home. That was uh, what I took out of that resort. That was really great. As sorry, the- no,
1: no, hundred percent, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Perfect. Now um, let's leave that topic behind. You were mentioning outside, uh, going outdoors, and um, uh, yeah leaving the country traveling what is your recommendation do you uh, would you actually recommend to to go and and then travel um everybody would like to go our high season here in this area is, is december you just mentioned that it is already too late to book is that is that was that a bad joke or <laughs> we are in september <laughs>
1: yeah no i mean there's probably still a little bit of availability but um, I was looking, you know, in June for clients, and things were really, really booked up, especially, you know, for larger families who need a suite type of accommodation uh, or I something see. like that. Yeah. Um, and maybe your first pick won't be available. But I think that the interesting thing is that this, the past, you know, 18 months or 19 months since COVID started, there's been no low season. Like I mentioned, Mexico is one of the most like seriously one of the most open countries in the world so this entire time has been high season we have been
0: busy yeah there's there's (laughs) been
1: no dip so people are are coming here because it's easy yeah and it's welcoming and they feel good here and they feel comfortable here and it's beautiful so um you know it's just been super busy the entire time and december is you know traditionally the most busy time of the year so it's no different it's it's just busier than ever also more people are this year are starting to feel comfortable traveling so it's way busier than last december when it was still a little bit touch and go now it's like everybody's just like booking the gates are open. exactly so i mean there, there's probably still some availability but very slim maybe not you know places that are on the top of your list or my list necessarily yeah um but there's options and Obviously. it's just because. Probably this trend, unless something changes here, is going to continue with it being super open. Um, It's just going to keep getting busier and busier. So it's never too early to book, I would say. Yeah.
0: Okay. What would be your recommendation uh, um, if you're the best way to book a hotel? I mean, probably through a travel agent or a travel advisor.
1: For sure. I think that... Uh, Myself living here and a lot of my colleagues, I mean, we are just trying to go to as many resorts as possible. Um, I've only been to about 14 so far um, only. I mean, it's quite a bit. (laughs) Um, And, and, you know, another one next week and then we'll continue to see and do more resorts. And most of my colleagues uh, are coming down here as well. And I think it's now more than ever, it's really important to book with someone who knows the situation, who's been there themselves, who can tell you about the protocols and the situations. And if they haven't been, they know another agent that has been. Yeah. And so that, I think, will instill confidence in the traveler as well. Uh, if you book online, you have no idea what's going on at that resort. You get to see resort. the shiny
0: pictures. Yeah. That's, that's all you get to see.
1: Exactly. You really don't know what what is actually going on at that resort. And, and, you know, if their buffet is open, if the staff are wearing masks, if the guests have to wear masks. Like, yeah. every resort is different. So truly, having a professional in your corner is is priceless right now
0: especially for when we're talking about vacation time because everything's supposed to go smooth and and you should not worry about anything and that professional can can take care of that i guess
1: for sure and especially i mean right now like i said mexico is not strict with any entry or exit requirements but that can change at any time we've seen insane changes, super last minute changes with other countries. And if you have a travel agent that you're working with, they will let you know as soon as that happens. So you don't have to worry about anything on your own. You're not on your own. You have someone looking after you.
0: Yeah, great. That sounds um, very familiar. The (laughs) same thing we do (laughs) with with our uh, guests um when they are looking to book tours what we have in mind is is uh for them uh, the best day of their of their vacation you're taking care of their vacation and uh in the best case scenario they do not have to worry about anything uh, as you said you reach out on your own if there's something changes uh, so there are uh, benefits uh, to that um speaking of The Main Riviera, what is uh, something you would highly recommend after you're living here? Uh, We just spoke about some excursions, some destinations, and that you still have a long list to cover. But for you, if you would have to pick uh, uh, three things out of your experience living here, but as well uh, feedback from from your guests, from your clients, what would be something you would highly recommend?
1: good question so the first one is the cenote experience um, there are thousands I think right in this More state than, uh, yeah, yeah. The,
0: um, the, the guides are if you ask three guides you get three different numbers <laughs> right. it's somewhere between a thousand to ten thousand wow
1: okay so huge yeah okay so there's so there's thousands of them and they're all extremely different and they're also unique to this area so this part of the world and they're just incredible experiences they're natural they're beautiful you know they can you can have something where you just go and and hang out and have a uh, a free fish spa because people pay to get those um fish pedicures at the resorts you can have that for free in a cenote (laughs) um and just relax and hang out and snorkel or you can zip line and rappel and kayak and jump off platforms like there's There's something for everyone and I always joke that you have to qualify uh your your clients or your yourself for a cenote as much as you do a resort because there's I mean there's way more cenote's than resorts, right? So um so that would be like number one. I think that because it's unique here, it's different, it's it's beautiful and um yeah, I'm trying to check off as many as I can from that list as well, which I don't know if I'm gonna be doing 1,000 or 10,000, but I'm, I'm starting I'm on that How many list.
0: have you seen? Oh my gosh, Can I don't you know. Can you still count it? We got, I, I can't anymore, I, I
1: not No, I probably haven't seen anywhere Do you have a near favorite? as much as you. Yes, I have three favorites. Sonote um, Azul is one of my favorites, one that you just pay. it. Classic,
0: classic yeah. one. It's, it's so funny that you bring it up because when I arrived here almost 10 years ago, the first cenote wow. I have ever seen in my life was a cenote I don't know if they just do good good marketing, good good SEO, <laughs> or you Google for a cenote and this one pops up. Really? I, yeah. A, well, yeah. I, I like that one as well. It's, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's the, the most beautiful. But it definitely had an impact, literally in my life, since it was the first one. I, yeah, I, I went. Through, yeah,
1: it was not my first, but but it's just it's it's easy. It's you pay your fee, you go in, you enjoy, and that's it. Like yeah. it's not a whole to do, um, and it's beautiful. Yeah, um, and then my my next two. So Cantunchi is one of my favorites. Yeah. they have uh, five cenotes that are just gorgeous and and really really cool, and their underground one is incredible Um, not for people who are claustrophobic at all Um, and then i love uctun chen as well and they have one of national geographics top 10 underground walks in the world so that's really cool and then their cenote is also gorgeous so um those are my top three i think in this area then there's you know in the yucatan state and there's so many incredible ones around so um i can't narrow it down they're they're all amazing (laughs) Well, we,
0: we still have the uh, Our Mayan Jungle Expedition uh, pending that you go yes. on that one because uh, I'm very sure that this will uh, crack open those top three. Okay, <laughs> well, I look forward to and, that. Um, we do have as well an underground uh, world where we do have a uh, private uh, cenote. So you will be on your own. And this is just a unique experience of you with your with your host, with your guide, in a cenote and you just do not speak anymore you turn out the lights and there's no nothing else you don't hear you don't see this is uh, an incredible experience i'm getting goosebumps <laughs> thinking about it again but anyway um cenotes uh what would be the next must do thing here uh besides the beautiful uh, caribbean
1: the next one I would say is to um, swim with whale sharks, snorkel with whale sharks. Um, it's not the only place in the world, but I would say it's probably the number one place in the world yeah, that you can do it.
0: With the highest density. Yeah. and, uh, and ca-
1: I mean, you can do it on the other coast in, in near Cabo, but it's much colder uh, waters and probably more rough. And here's already pretty rough, so... Um,
0: <laughs> there are, there are quality of let's say the visibility is different there Mm. and you're absolutely right about the temperature yeah Uh, here you are in the caribbean we're talking about uh, in the mid 80s fahrenheit uh, 27 degrees almost year-round uh of the caribbean so that is definitely and i could not agree more one of the most uh beautiful experiences here is swimming with a with a whale shark it left quite an impact at any person I, i i met um It is, though, limited to a specific season uh, from mid-May till mid-September. So keep that in mind if you're already planning. So
1: is the season over?
0: Yes. it is. Actually, we called it off two weeks earlier uh, since we had a hard time to... um, uh, to provide the experience we like to provide. Uh, there were whale sharks out there, but only few. It took a long time to find them, a rough sea, a uh, few whale sharks, a lot of boats. So we were like, you know what, we don't want to offer something like that. And we called it off to, uh, two weeks earlier. And I think that was a good call. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, for next year, if anyone is listening and want to go to the whale sharks, keep in mind, uh, the best time is actually June, July, August. And as well, if you really want to go pro on whale sharks, uh, look for uh, ha, uh, for um, full moon nights mm,
1: okay. around the
0: full moon that's uh, apparently uh, out of our experience that the best time to go since apparently due to the light uh, during the night the the plankton comes up to the to the surface right. and since they are plankton feeders that
1: makes are. sense i mean that I- excursion is incredible, but it's it's not for everybody I think it's oh that's that's a very valid point (laughs) please go ahead (laughs) it's it's intense I mean intense is the word it's a long boat ride it's a rough boat ride you know um, and it's a long day in the sun it's swimming after these massive creatures you're exhausted after that you're exhausted yeah (laughs) to say the least so it's it's cool it's fun it's unique um it's not for people who get seasick on cruise ships because it is a little fishing boat (laughs) it is
0: yeah many people get seasick um what we always recommend is uh, taking something against seasickness. For sure.
1: Yeah. It only does so much though.
0: <laughs> okay. Have you Have you taken something? Yes. And you got seasick. Uh,
1: yes. Oh. And, and yes. And so have <laughs> other people that I've been with. Uh, and it, you know, it can damp put a little bit of a damper on the experience I, I,
0: I totally agree on that it, unfortunately it's unpredictable for uh, sure the weather situation you are only here that certain time frame or window and um, we always do our best in order to coordinate according to the weather but it, it is it is a tough job to avoid seasickness for but sure yeah, if you know you get if you're prone to uh, Seasickness, just take uh, some some pills yeah. maybe two more than you yeah, did yeah exactly <laughs> but it's incredible
1: and it's unique and um it's worth it for sure
0: happy to hear that um one last thing you would recommend
1: that's a tough one i'm not i'm not sure
0: i don't want to put you on the spot if, well, you, if you say just just go explore let's let's talk I mean, about how to explore there's yeah <laughs> there's there's
1: so many there's so many amazing things like I think that um, swimming with sea turtles in Akumal is always great. That uh, they're always in that bay year-round, yes. right? So something that's, you know, almost a, in a sense a guaranteed experience. I yes. think. Um, Swimming or snorkeling um, at, in Puerto Morelos at that reef there is incredible. I mean, it's only five minutes from shore. It's shallow. It's shallow. Great it's great protected. It's, it's we protected. consider it
0: the best snorkeling spot the mine Riviera has to offer. Really? Okay. Since the the people in Puerto Morelos are in the mid, oh, I, know, I think mid 70s 80s they started to or to um protect this area they knew what they had there they call, mm. they called it out as an, an, as a protected marine park not everybody can guide there our guides actually uh, have a certification they have to renew and so uh, they take a lot of effort in that and that's something you, you can see there uh, in during the uh, snorkelling experience that is definitely uh, a, a great recommendation
1: for sure yeah I mean we saw turtles and rays and lobster and it was like a perfect snorkeling experience like whatever you you know anything you want and i think it's also a good one for kids because it is close to shore and it's shallow and, yeah. and sort of easier than yeah. maybe being you know out in the middle of the ocean so that i found was was awesome and then i think the tulum ruins i mean people always people maybe don't want to go to such touristy things but there's a reason that things are touristy i mean yeah, you know that, generally that right, yeah. like there's a reason that people go and i think that they're unique because they're the only ones that are on the ocean so uh,
0: absolutely. I couldn't agree um, more. It is a great experience looking at those ancient temples and, and structures and you overlook or they overlook because it's also the only cliff we have here, mm-hmm. the 12 meter cliff. True, uh, so it's, it's really, really impressive. Uh, what we recommend there, especially you're absolutely right about the fact that they are touristy for a reason. What we always recommend there is just go early or mm-hmm. as early as possible right now they're opening at nine um they used to open at eight but at this point they're opening at nine so if you show up there at eight forty-five, there is already a small line at this point uh if you're on your own um if you go with us, we have the tickets already. Awesome. Uh, you wouldn't line up. But that is the, the the highest recommendation we can do with any archaeological site. Chichen Itza is the second most visited in Mexico. You can imagine what's happening there. If you're showing there, up, it's 10 or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, always try to be the early bird. You will not regret that.
1: Yeah, perfect. And then I also love um, the Yucatan state, our neighboring state. Yes. I mean, Going to Ekbalam and doing some cenotes over there is definitely more off the beaten path, I would say. I was say. about to say,
0: you very quickly go off the beaten yeah, path. Yeah. A lot
1: quieter and less traveled and less touristy. So yeah. that was those are awesome as well
0: as a travel advisor do you recommend to um, explore those things on your own or with uh, tour companies obviously if you're listening to this podcast you know this uh, we are a tour company (laughs) but uh, you for as a travel advisor what is um, your recommendation how to how to explore those things because there are people out there they're like insecure about Mexico first time, what would be your recommendation?
1: Yeah, I would definitely recommend booking through a tour company because you don't have to worry about anything. Like everything is taken care of for you. And also you learn so much more. I mean, I've gone to the ruins by myself and I come out not knowing anything. Like w- really,
0: you're the person of the traveler with a, with a lonely planet reading next to not the, even I'm no. reading, I'm reading the, the ah, okay. Uh, the, what they offer, what, what they the, provide the, there. Yeah. Okay. What they
1: put on the, on there. And, and I, I, I can't tell you one thing that I learned yeah. and a, a tour guide makes such a difference. And I know that you have like the best tour guides in the destination. They're very passionate about it yeah yes. and that's so important because you get so much more out of the experience having a guide and having someone taking care of you the whole time.
0: very happy to hear that from you i I agree <laughs> <laughs> I, but it makes it different if you are saying it obviously now the the guides are very passionate about it, and I always say uh, I have been guiding a lot uh, that we as guides have a, a a unique opportunity to because our our, our guests they are out of their regular life they are open to new things because they are on a vacation and they want to learn something they want to experience something new so for us as guides it's always a unique opportunity to to plant a little seed or 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 leave something behind they take home for me it was always uh during whale sharks or when we went to siang khan the biosphere uh, resort Uh, speaking about plastic pollution uh, all those little tiny details you can actually have them taking home and talk about that what else if you have swim uh, swim with the biggest fish in the world that leaves an impact in your memories you talk about that and if you talk about that in combination with certain uh, um, yeah Experiences you saw that bottle floating there. I don't want to get too much into it, but what I'm trying to say is there's a lot, uh, we actually can leave an impact on, on our guests and um, that makes it, it such a great job.
1: For sure,
0: 100%. Okay, uh, we're already 20 and something more minutes in. Is there anything else you would like to share with, with the listeners as a travel advisor, as a uh, Mayan Rivera lover, as, as the person who, uh, choose to live here?
1: Yeah, I would just say come and, you know, come and and come and come again because there (laughs) is just so much to see and do. You you You, can't
0: cover it in in, in a week
1: or two. No, you cannot. You will never get bored. Um, We have... The best resorts in the world we have everything from like glamping to super luxury hotels everything in between there's seriously something for everybody in terms of hotels activities um, excursions tours things to do restaurants like there's something for everybody so just come come to mexico (laughs)
0: okay thank you very much laurie for your time i appreciate that i think your listeners will appreciate that as well Uh, If you like what we are doing here, feel free to share this podcast with everybody you uh, think who would appreciate that and um, give us a like wherever you follow us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You just listened to our episode 163. If you would like to listen to more episodes, why don't you follow us on Spotify at kai Tours podcast, or visit our website k a y dot slash podcast, k dot tours slash podcast.